Hello, and welcome to Informed Ohio. The best defense against tyranny is an informed citizenry. Here at Informed Ohio, we will be reading bills that are before the Ohio House and Senate, so Ohioans can now listen to just the bill, so you can form your own opinion and be an informed citizen. Stay focused, Ohio. The next bill is House Bill 101 in the 135th General Assembly, and we're going to read the bill analysis first. The primary sponsor is Representative Byrd and Schmidt. Summary. Allows the question of dissolution to be placed on the ballot only at a general election held in an even-numbered year. Modifies the process for winding up the affairs of a dissolved village by doing the following. Requires a transition supervisory board to be established and requires the board to supervise the various aspects of the transition. Requires the appointments of the receiver trustee to perform certain duties, including the collection of taxes, resolution of debts, distribution of property, continuity of utility services, handling of public records requests, and other matters. Requires former village officials to assist the board. Detailed analysis. Village dissolution. There are three pathways to village dissolution. Surrender of corporate powers by the electors, dissolution of a village in fiscal emergency, and dissolution of a village that meets population size and other factors. The bill modifies one aspect of the first pathway, surrender by the electors, and overhauls the process for winding up the affairs of a dissolved village. For more information about the pathways, please read LCS's Members Brief on Village Dissolution PDF available at lcs.ohio.gov. The Members Brief also provides an overview of the existing process utilized to wind up the affairs of a dissolved village. This analysis will note only the major differences between the existing process and the new process under the bill. Under the bill, no matter how a dissolution is initiated, all will utilize the same process to wind up the village's affairs. Surrender by Electors the bill modifies when a question of dissolution may appear on the ballot. Currently, the residents of a village may submit a petition to the village's legislative authority to put the question of the dissolution on the ballot. The legislative authority must hold a special election. If the legislative authority fails to do so, the petitioners may file the petition with the Board of Elections, which must place the question on the ballot at a special or general election. The bill changes this by requiring the question to appear only at the at an election held in November of an even-numbered year. Dissolution in question. While a dissolution is in question but not yet decided, the bill prohibits the village from creating any new debts, obligations, or liabilities unless necessary to continue providing utilities. Once it is decided a dissolution will not occur, the village may resume its normal activities. Because a village will cease to exist quickly upon a decision being made by the electors or by the court, 
The bill also requires the village, while the dissolution is in question, to select an official or employee of the village to act as a representative during a dissolution should one occur. The representative must be knowledgeable on village matters, and if a dissolution occurs, the representative will assist in winding up the village's affairs. If the village did not select a representative before being dissolved, one will be selected after the dissolution. Dissolution is effective. Once it is decided a dissolution will occur, parentheses, the bill refers to the state as the date the dissolution is effective, end parenthesis, the following take effect. The village ceases to exist and its officials cease to hold office. All laws of the village are extinguished. No new laws can take effect except some tax laws. See taxes below. All leases terminate as specified in the respective lease agreements. A transition supervisory board is created. The territory of the village becomes part of the township or townships in which the village was located along existing township boundaries. All resolutions of the township apply in the territory as applicable, including zoning resolutions or counting zoning may apply. Transition period. The transition period is when the work is done to wind up the affairs of the village. The period begins on the date the dissolution is effective and ends when the transition supervisory board determines all outstanding debts, obligations, and liabilities of the dissolved village have been resolved, all real and personal property of the dissolved village has been transferred or otherwise disposed of, and all utility property and utility services have been transferred. Transition Supervisory Board The Transition Supervisory Board is responsible for managing the transition of the dissolved village. The board has three voting members, the county auditor, the county recorder, and one county commissioner. The board also has, as a non-voting member, a township representative from each township affected by the dissolution. It must be a township trustee or the township fiscal officer. The county auditor is the chairperson. The village representative, discussed above, and the individuals serving as fiscal officer and primary legal counsel before the village dissolved are required to provide consultation to the board. The board's appointments and supervises a receiver trustee from a list of options provided by the auditor of state to assist the board with winding up the dissolved village's affairs. The receiver trustee has the following duties under this bill. Resolve the outstanding debts, obligations, and liabilities of the dissolved village. Approve necessary operations and budgetary functions of the dissolved village. Settle or resolve any legal claims against the dissolved village. Parentheses, claimants have 90 days to bring a claim. And Administer and collect taxes and special assessments levied by the dissolved village. Wind down the dissolved village's involvement in community improvements, corporations, special improvement districts, and tax increment financing arrangements. Dispose of the dissolved village real and personal property. Manage the dissolved village utility services, then transfer them. 
respond to requests for the Dissolves Village public records and transfer custody of the records to the property and proper entity. Conduct all other necessary business to conclude the village's affairs. The bill specifies the board is subject to the open meetings law and that the board is not liable for acting in accordance with the bill's requirement except for the liability imposed as a result of finding for recovery or other citation in the Auditor of State's final audit of the dissolved village. The board exists until the Auditor of State completes the final audit of the dissolved village. Taxes if the receiver trustee determines that the revenue from an existing municipal property or income tax or special assessment is needed to pay outstanding debts, obligations, or liabilities of a dissolved village, those taxes or assessments can continue to be levied and collected after the dissolution is effective solely to pay those obligations. During the transition period, the receiver trustee administers and receives payments and settlements of taxes. After the transition period, the payments are administered by the fiscal officer of the township that assumed most of the village's territory. Once those obligations are paid in full, the taxes may no longer be levied in subsequent tax years or taxable years. Within 30 days after the date on which the obligations are paid in full, the receiver, trustee, or township fiscal officer administering the tax must notify county auditor and other members of the appropriate county budget commission in the case of property taxes or the tax commissioner, in the case of income taxes, of which taxes will no longer be levied, and the date on which the outstanding obligations were paid in full. If the revenue from an existing tax or special assessment is not needed to pay the dissolved village's outstanding obligations, it can no longer be levied after the tax year or taxable year, which includes the date on which the dissolution is effective. Within 30 days after that date, the receiver trustee or township fiscal officer administering the tax must notify the county auditor and other members of the appropriate county budget commission. In the case of property taxes or the tax commissioner, in the case of income taxes of which taxes no longer will be levied and the dissolution's effective date. Property taxes levied by the township into which a village is dissolved on all property within the township begin to apply to property within the former boundaries of the village in the tax year after which the village's property taxes are no longer levied. Property taxes which are levied on a portion of the township's property must be amended to include property in the village's former territory. Taxes levied by subdivisions other than townships continue unimpeded by the dissolution of the village. Under the bill, refunds of illegal, erroneous, or excessive payments made by the taxpayers to dissolved to the dissolved village pursuant to municipal income tax are considered outstanding debts of the dissolved village. During the transitionary period, the receiver trustee must estimate the amount of refunds likely to be requested and approve from the date the dissolution is effective to the first day of the fourth year following the last year those taxes are levied. Municipal income tax refunds must generally be requested within four years after an overpayment is made. 110% of that estimate must be deposited into a separate fund administered by the absorbing township's fiscal officer to pay such refunds. 
After four years, the fund is extinguished and distributed among the township into which the village dissolved, in proportion to the amount of territory each township absorbed. The revenue must be used to dissolve, oh sorry, be used to benefit the territory of the dissolved village. No refund claims may be brought for the dissolved village's taxes after the fund is extinguished. The bill requires any revenue collected from the municipal taxes and assessments that is not or cannot be used to pay off the dissolved village's outstanding obligations to be paid to the township or townships into which the village is dissolved, in proportion to the amount of the former village territory in each. Townships must use this revenue to directly or indirectly benefit the territory of the dissolved village. Debt in general, the townships into which the territory of a village is dissolved do not assume the voted debts, obligations, or liabilities of the village. There are exceptions for obligations imposed by special improvement districts and tax increment financing arrangements, which such a township may be required to take on as discussed in those respective sections below. Unvoted debt service by property taxes levied by the village within the 10 mil limitation, however, must be assumed by the townships into which the village is dissolved, a, pro a proportioned based on the total assessed valuation of territory that each township absorbs in the tax year in which the dissolution is effective. Property. The receiver trustee must transfer the dissolved village's utility property to the entity that takes over the utility services, and the receiver trustee must sell the dissolved village's liquidable assets and use the proceeds to pay the outstanding debts, obligations, and liabilities as necessary. The remaining property is transferred to the township into which the village dissolved. If multiple townships are involved, the receiver trustee directs the townships to agree on the distribution of the remaining property. The receiver trustee helps the townships evaluate the remaining property as necessary. If the townships cannot reach an agreement within 60 days of the date of the dissolution is effective, the receiver trustee decides how the property should be distributed. Current law specifies that if an agreement cannot be reached, the property vests by operation of law in proportion to the amount of territory each township has within the dissolved village, which leads to ambigu ambiguity. The receiver trustee provides all relevant documentation to the county recorder in the applicable county or counties where transferred property is located. The county recorder must make appropriation notations in the county records to reflect the transfers and must include a reference to the dissolution. Utilities. The bill requires the dissolved village's utilities to continue uninterrupted. The receiver trustee is responsible for providing that continued service until the receiver trustee is able to transfer each utility to an appropriate entity. Any relevant real or personal property is also transferred to the entity taking over the utility. Public records. The receiver trustee must review the dissolved village's records to determine which should be disposed of, transferred to an entity taking over the utility service, or transferred to the township or townships into which the village is dissolved. The receiver trustee has 90 days to complete its review and is assisted by the County Records Commission of the county where most of the village was located. Before the records are transferred, requests 
for the dissolved villages, public records are submitted to the receiver trustee, and the receiver trustee is responsible for responding to those requests. Continuing law requires each village to have records retention scheduled depicting on how long each classification of records is retained by the village for disposal. The bill requires the receiver trustee to evaluate the dissolved village's records retention schedule to determine if it is viable for the future responses to public records requests. If viable, the receiver trustee follows the schedule. But if not viable, the receiver trustee and the county records commission must create a schedule. If a request is submitted for record, the board already transferred to another entity, the receiver trustee must tell the requester that the record may be available from the entity to which it was transferred. The entities take over all responsibilities related to public records when the transition period is over. Community Improvement Corporations If a dissolved village is designated a Community Improvement Corporation, CIC, as its economic development agency, and the village is the only subdivision to have so designated the CIC, the bill dissolves the CIC upon the village's dissolution. If other subdivisions also designated the CIC, then the CIC, which is the Community Improvement Corporation, then the CIC either dissolves and proportions its remaining assets to all of those subdivisions or it liquidates the dissolved village's share of its assets only and amends its articles of incorporation to reflect that it no longer the agency of the village. The assets of proportioned to the dissolved village are disposed of by the receiver trustee. Special Improvement Districts If a dissolving village is a participating subdivision in a Special Improvement District, SID, the bill prohibits the Special Improvement District from creating new debts, obligations, or liabilities during the dissolution period except where necessary to continue the provision of utilities. During the transition period, the receiver trustee must call a meeting to consider winding down or transitioning the affairs of the Special Improvement District to the townships that will assume the Special Improvement District territory. There, the Transition Supervisory Board, affected legislative authorities and members of the Special Improvement District who collectively own more than half of the real property in the Special Improvement District may vote to amend the Special Improvement District plan to replace the dissolving village with the townships that will assume the Special Improvement District territory and all rights and responsibilities of the dissolved village. Alternatively, The special improvement districts will be dissolved and any special assessments imposed will continue until all bonds, notes, and other special improvement district obligations are paid. Any assets or rights after such obligations are paid are to be distributed to each subdivision based on the value of real property located in the subdivision compared to the special improvement district as a whole. Assets or right of proportion to the dissolved village are to be disposed of by the receiver trustee or dispersed to the townships that are assumed the special improvement district territory. Tax increment financing. If a dissolved village is receiving services, payment in lieu of taxes for a property tax exemption granted pursuant to a tax increment financing arrangement, TIF, 
The townships into which the subject property is dissolved under the bill must assume all rights and responsibilities of village related to the tax increment financing arrangement. LGF payments. Under continuing law, local government funds are distributed by state to local subdivisions directly pursuant to law or according to an a, a, a proportionment plan adopted by the County Budget Commission. The Budget Commission of a county in which a dissolved village was fully or partially located must continue to make those local government fund payments until the end of such an apportionment plan during the transition period. The payments are distributed to the receiver trustee. After the transition period, the payments are distributed to fiscal officer of the township that assumed most of the village's territory. After first putting those funds towards any outstanding debts, obligations, or liabilities of the village, that fiscal officer then proportions the amount to all of the townships into which the village was dissolved in proportion to the amount of the former village territory in each. The Budget Commission cannot amend the apportionment plan to reallocate the village's portion until the transition period has begun. Once the transition period has begun, if the Commission does not adopt a new apportionment plan, it must then exclude the dissolving village. Fund Transfers after a village is dissolved, any money remaining in the village account must be transferred by a receiver trustee to a special account solely for the purpose of paying the village's outstanding obligation or to the general fund of the township to benefit the village's former territory. This transfer may be made without the approval of the tax commissioner, as would otherwise appear to be required under current law. Transition over. The transition period ends when the Transition Supervisory Board determines all outstanding debts, obligations, and liabilities of the dissolved village have been resolved, all real and all personal property of the dissolved village has been transferred or otherwise disposed of, and all utility property and utility services have been transferred. The Board must notify the Auditor of State and all entities affected by or participating in the dissolution that the transition period is over. Within 30 days after the transition period ends, the auditor begins the final audit of the dissolved village. When completed, the auditor provides the audit to the board. The board ceases to exist when the board receives the final audit. Finally, the bill specifies that after dissolution, the lot number previously assigned to a tract, parcel, or lot of land may continue in use. This was introduced on 3923. It was reported by the Health, State, and Local Government Committees on 5-22-23, and it passed the House 86-9 on 6-14-2023. Now we're going to read the Fiscal Note and Local Impact Statement for House Bill 101 in the 135th General Assembly. Primary Sponsors, Representative Schmidt and Bird. Highlights. Consolidating village dissolution process through a transition supervisory board could yield some cost savings for the townships absorbing the assets and liabilities of the dissolving village. Detailed analysis. The bill modifies the process for concluding the affairs of a dissolved village through the creation of a transition supervisory board, which must appoint a receiver trustee to conduct these duties. 
The bill does not, however, affect the three current law processes used to initiate dissolution, except for altering when a village dissolution question can appear on the ballot by requiring it to appear on the ballot only during the general election in an even-numbered year. This change precludes a special election for this purpose, resulting in some some election cost savings in cases where the vote on dissolution is otherwise the only issue on the village ballot. This is because, under current law, the entire cost of holding a special election held on a day other than the day of a primary or general election, both in odd number or even numbered years, is charged to be to the subdivision holding the election. Under the bill, a transition supervisory board consists of the county auditor, a member of the board of county commissioners, the county recorder, and either a trustee or fiscal officer from each impacted township as non-voting members. By consolidating oversight of the dissolution under a transition supervisory board, along with the appointed receiver trustee, it is possible that townships taking over the territory of a dissolving village could see some administrative cost savings. The county offices represented represented on the transition supervisory board might, however, see some increased costs for their roles in overseeing village dissolution. Under the bill, the transition supervisory board and the appointed receiver trustee would be responsible for managing, managing the various aspects of the village dissolution. This includes the collection of taxes, resolution of debts, distribution of property, continuity of utility services, handling of public records, and various other matters. A village representative and the individuals serving as the fiscal officer and primary legal counsel before the village dissolved are required to provide consultation to the board. These responsibilities are largely unchanged with respect to the requirements of village dissolution overall. However, consolidating oversight of a village dissolution under the transition supervisory board and appointed receiver trustee could streamline the process for townships absorbing dissolved villages in two areas, collection of municipal taxes and disposition of outstanding village debts. Facilitating these efforts through the transition supervisory board could reduce the administrative cost to the applicable township's fiscal officer associated with the transition. The bill also specifies that the transition supervisory board and receiver trustees are liable for any findings for recovery and other citations resulting from the auditor of state's final audit that occurs as part of the village dissolution process. In these cases, the individuals who commit actions leading to finding a recovery must pay the amounts identified as recoverable.